Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 282. Today, we have an episode of Ask Bob, where I'll be answering your questions. We haven't done an Ask Bob episode in a minute. So I'm looking forward to uh, to answering some of your questions today. So here are the topics that we're going to be talking about. Number one, how do you re-energize a team? We're then going to move into a question about coaching and working with new team members, feeling a little stressed and anxious around uh, doing and saying the right things. And then the third question I'm going to answer today is just feeling exhausted working towards your goals and specifically the level of activity that's required to to get there. So those will be the three things we're digging into today. So thank you to those of you that submitted questions. But I got to just say something. It's funny. When I record these episodes, I don't really listen to the shows, right? So y'all crack me up when when you do the Instagram reels lip syncing to the intro to the show. (laughs) I just think those are hilarious. Like... But it makes like what I recognize is every time you listen to the show, you hear my my cheesy intro to the show. And but anyway, I think it's funny when you do the reels, the lip sync to the reels. So I don't know what you're going to do when I switch the intro up because, you know, that is going to happen at some point, probably sooner than later. But more on that to come. But yeah, anyway, I just had to give a shout out to those of you that that take the time to do that. Thank you. I find those very funny. But let's get into, oh, and before I get into the questions for today, I got to give a shout out to our review of the week. I want to make sure we get back to to doing that. Thank you to all of you that have been leaving ratings and reviews. Today's review of the week actually comes from a new listener. Uh, Her name is Beth Beers Kreger. She says, thank you, thank you, thank you from Allentown, PA, which is only really a stone's throw from where I live in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. But Beth says, the advice and the coaching you give us is so spot on. I'm always learning something new in each episode. You always give us something to think about to better ourselves and our business. Thank you again. So thank you, Beth, for supporting the show. And once again, thanks to all of you for taking the time to leave a rating and review. With that being said, let's dive into the questions for today. So question number one actually was submitted by Cindy. And Cindy's question is pretty simple and straightforward, but I bet it's one that you've probably asked yourself many, many times. Uh, How do you re-energize a team? So maybe you've got a team right now that's feeling a little stale and stuck. Uh, People are not really doing anything. And maybe it's been a little too long before someone new has joined your team. And you're just wondering as a leader, like, what can I do to get things heading in the right direction. So I'm going to give you my advice. And I've talked about this a lot, but I just jotted down a couple of notes of some things that I think would be important from a mindset standpoint. Because what's interesting is this. Re-energizing your team, if you're in that kind of an environment where your production has stalled and maybe it's zero and there aren't new people coming in and people are not taking action. So what most people will do in that case is they'll just work even harder to try to motivate their team to take action. Spending all this time and effort, right, trying to get people to do the work, and what winds up happening is nothing, and you just get even more frustrated. My advice is this. Let them go. The number, it's counterintuitive, right, but but I'll say it to you like this. Sometimes the most loving thing that you can do as a leader is to let someone go. Look, we just have to recognize at some point we're not responsible for 
other people's success. And if you find yourself in your business where you're just not wondering what to do next, the answer always is get back to leading by example. Like the the fastest and the easiest way to motivate your team is to stop trying to motivate them and push them across the finish or drag them across the finish line and go out and find people that are motivated. Sometimes the most loving thing you can do is let someone go. Look, I'm already assuming if you're asking yourself that question, you've already put the time and effort into trying to get these people to do the work. And look, maybe they're just not the right people. Or maybe they're just not in a season of their life where they are ready to do the work. Or maybe you haven't been practicing what you're preaching to them as a leader. See, far too often we fall into management mode and we're telling people to do things, but we're not necessarily doing them. We're not getting new customers. We're not getting new team members. And I get it that sometimes we lose sight of that because we want to help, but we also have to recognize at some point we enable people. So as a leader, if you want to re-energize your team, I'm telling you right now, the number one focus you need to make is you personally going out and finding new people. New people are the lifeblood to an organization and are the key to sustainable success. If you take a business and you take a team and too many months go by without new people joining that team, it is a surefire recipe for the culture to begin to sour and go stale. Negativity and excuses start to fester when no one on the team is winning and you're jumping on these team training calls and it's the same people every single week and you're talking about the same things every single week. Some of you are telling the same success stories that you were telling last year. They begin to lose effectiveness. Even success stories begin to lose effectiveness if people hear them too much, right? Inside your Facebook group, there's no new members, right? There's nothing happening. Engagement is dying. Well, guess what? It's your job to change that. There's nothing that is more powerful to a new team than new people. And here's the reason why. When you give yourself permission to let people go, and listen, when I say let them go, I'm not saying like write them off and erase them from your phone and just be like, they're never going to get it. I'm just saying short term, let them go so that you can go out and lead by example and show them what they need to be doing and have that be the catalyst for them waking up and doing the work. Because here's what will happen. It's not just new people. It's new success stories. Success stories are the secret to energizing your team. All you need is one new person that comes in that something positive happens for, that you can then begin to share their story and share them and not even more powerfully than you sharing, have them share it, right? Have somebody that comes in and gets three or four new customers and maybe a new recruit in their first month and have that person go live with you inside of your Facebook group and have them share their results. Talk about that new person every single time you're doing a training for your team. That is is the most powerful way to re-energize a team because here's what it does. It eliminates their excuses. It's really easy for people to complain and give excuses that it's not working if no one is winning. But the moment one person comes in, and, and now listen, I get it. You might be, but I'm winning, but you don't count because they don't relate to you. They need to hear somebody new. So like, if you think of it like this, they look at you as above them. So your success, they don't fully connect to and relate to. But when a new person comes in and has success, like they've been in the business for a year and this person's been in 30 days and they're seeing better results, 
they view themselves as above that person. And when somebody that they view below them as having success, it causes them to really question their own beliefs about their business. See, I can't make excuses if I see people consistently coming in and winning. And that is a really powerful motivator. That's motivating through the fear of loss because what happens is they start getting this sense like momentum is picking up. And now they start feeling like if I don't get back to it, I'm going to miss out on this thing. That's the, that's the power of one success story. So if you want to re-energize your team, here's what you need to do. You need to get refocused and carve out time for your own personal business. You need to put make it a priority to start bringing in new people and you need to move heaven and earth to try to create a success story. And then you start talking about that person and sharing their story until your team is sick of you say it. And then and only then, they'll probably start motivated to get back to work. And look, if they don't, then that's okay. That's just the reality of your business. So you just focus on the new people and you just continue to go out and you continue to find people that it is the right season of their life and they are ready to do the work. So that's my advice in that area. So thank you, Cindy, for submitting that question. Question number two comes in from Aggie. This, I love this question. This is because this right here is such an example of what we do to ourselves. Like this is no offense to Aggie. This is self-sabotage in its finest form. So here's, listen to the question. You know, it's kind of a comment and a question. So she shared, Aggie said, I have a fairly new team member that's on fire. She's a runner and she's constantly surprising me. Okay, great, perfect. Like, isn't that what we dream of is finding one of those people? Now look what she says next. Look what happens. I'm struggling with knowing how I can continue to coach someone like that to keep her enthusiasm and eagerness to grow her own business. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, Bob, I I would think the same thing, but just step back objectively and look at what she's doing. Things are going really well. She's getting scared because she's creating a red light story that somehow she's going to do something that's going to screw it up. Now, this is a really powerful example of what you do to yourself. This is the typical accidental leader mistake. And it's not, and I'm not picking on Aggie, okay, because I appreciate her honesty, but I bet a lot of you have done the same thing, right? Like we have somebody that comes in and things start going well, and then automatically, We just focus on the negative and we focus on the future and we create this red light story of now I'm going to screw it up. And here's what's really sad about that. It literally becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because in that moment of you creating that red light story, now you're going to be leading that person from more of a place of fear through a scarcity mindset, which is going to start to impact the way that you actually lead them. And that person isn't going to get what they need from you to help them continue to grow and become better. They're not going to get the belief that they need from you because you're not believing in yourself in that moment. So what's, what's really powerful to understand is the very thing that Aggie is afraid of, which is derailing this person's growth and success, she will actually make happen by the red light story that she's creating right now in her business. Because if you're showing up, if you're leading people from red light story, I promise you, you're limiting your effectiveness. And guess what? The thing that you're most afraid of is going to happen. So how do we break free from this pattern? Well, this is where managing your mind becomes so important. The first thing that I recommended to Aggie, this question was asked in our group, and I'll say it to any of you that might have struggled with the same thing, is just recognize the source. Like recognize the fact that you're feeling afraid 
because of the red light story and just recognize that it'll never serve you to believe that you're going to do something wrong. So let's get present in the moment because that's what love is. Leading with love is just being present. It's being present to what people need from you right now today, not tomorrow. You want to know what they need from you right now today is they need you to be your best self. And you want to know what your best self wouldn't do is make it about you. Because if you're leading somebody, envisioning that you're going to screw up in the future, you're not focused on them. You're focused on you. So let's just continue to do what we've already done to help support those results. Let's manage our minds so when the red light stories do come up, when we do feel doubt, when we do feel anxiety, when we feel fear, when we feel overwhelmed, we recognize the source of it, the red light story. We get present, and from that place, we lead from love. We make it about them. We, we start to learn how to believe different things about us. Look, if you're going to imagine anything, why not imagine that you're going to do an incredible job supporting them? Because if that becomes the predominant thought, and if that's what you believe, you will lead people differently. You'll feel better about yourself. And that will be the thing at the end of the day. That's your only responsibility. Manage your mind as a leader. Show up as your best self and support that person to your best ability. But so many times we fall off track because of this. Here's the other thing she said that I thought was telling. She said, the fact that this person's doing well surprised her, which is totally in alignment with somebody that is leading from fear that lacks belief in themselves and is, is creating a red light story. Because when things go, like you literally expect things to go bad. That's what's happening here. Like she's expecting it's going to go bad. And when it goes well, she's like surprised. And what I would point out to you and anybody else that feels that way is you need to change that. See, here's what's interesting. When you look at the best of the best in this profession, they are genuinely surprised when people don't do well. They are genuinely surprised when someone tells them no. Like they are shocked when somebody's not interested in their business. And they are shocked when somebody doesn't come in and have the motivation and the stick-to-itiveness to go out and do the work. Now, does that mean it doesn't happen to them? No. It happens to them just as much as it happens to you. As a matter of fact, it happens to them more than it happens to you because they are doing way more than you are. They've recruited more people. They're talking to more people, right? But what's interesting is it's all a matter of what are we focusing on. If we're focusing on the negative, if we're creating a red light story, if we're imagining it's not going to go the way that we want, we will be surprised when it goes well. That should be an indication to you that you're not managing your mind, right? If you're like, have a different level of expectation, expect that they're going to do great. Because if you have high expectations of yourself and other people, they and you will have a tendency to rise to the level of your expectations. But all of this comes down to, are we managing our mind? It's the number one leadership skill that we must develop to be able to better support our team. So Aggie, thank you for the question. I thought that was a, a really important conversation. All right, so last but certainly not least, we have a question that came in from Christina. So this is, this is one that I think a lot of you are going to relate to. Christina says, one of my goals I've had for over a year is to turn my business income into approximately $5,000 per month. She says, I know I need to enroll more business partners to reach that goal and help them rank up. That's my challenge. I have genuine conversations, but not enough of them. 
I find it somewhat exhausting to maintain the conversations I already have. Do you have advice? So let's diagnose what's happening here. Christina is not taking enough consistent action, and she's feeling exhausted and depleted by the work that she is doing. Now, the question we have to ask ourselves is, why is this happening? Well, I'll tell you why it's happening. Because, Christina, you are focusing on the results. Look, the only reason why we would ever feel exhausted or depleted or discouraged by the work that we're doing is the expectation is tied to the result. The results are not coming in, right? People are not joining. People are not ranking up. And you're feeling bad because that's what you're focused on. So it's like this thing is how are you defining success in your business? If your definition of success is tied to the results of your actions, it's a formula that will always fail you. When things are going well, you'll feel good. And when they're not, you'll feel horrible. That's the emotional roller coaster that we're all on, that so many people are on. So we just did a podcast episode a couple of episodes ago on this concept, the great book, The Gap in the Game. This is a perfect example of focusing on the gap. So Christina has this goal of 5K per month. And I promise you what she's constantly doing, no matter where she is, she's always looking at where she is in relation to where she wants to go. So she's focused on perfection. She's focused on the ideal. She's feeling discouraged because she's like, I have so far to go. See, all she has to do is change what she's focusing on, change her definition of success. Success is not the result. Success is not the attainment of the goal. Success is the small wins, the progress and the growth that we make along the way. So what if instead of comparing to where we are now to the 5K goal a month, what if we compare where we are now to where we started? Christina might be at $2,000 a month. If she's comparing that 2K to 5K, she's always going to feel deficient in some way. She's going to feel not good enough. She's going to feel unworthy because what, you know, what have I not done that is, you know, got me to where I think I should be or where I want to be? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. But then if all she did was turn around and say, look, I'm at two grand a month. You know how few people actually do that in this profession? Think back to where you were when you were at zero per month and you could barely even get out of your own way. You couldn't even barely figure out how to log into the website, much less talk to people in a way that would make them want to buy or join from you. See, if that became your frame of reference, if you were constantly focused on how far you've come, how much you've grown, the journey that you've taken, the small wins every day of you showing up, doing the work, getting at least, even if you get one person to join you, you did something right, celebrate that, appreciate that. If that was what you were focusing on, Christina, here's what I would promise you. You would not feel exhausted and you would not feel depleted. You would feel energized and you would feel inspired. But it's because you would change the construct of how you were looking at your business. And this is, once again, this is managing our mind, but it also comes down to fundamentally, what are we focusing on? See, here's the secret. You gotta have a goal. That's important. But the thing is, Christina is needing the goal. She doesn't have the goal, but she needs the goal to feel better. And as long as she doesn't have it, she continues to feel less than, she continues to feel exhausted, she continues to feel overwhelmed. Because it's this constant grind, this struggle to get there. And she's not making any progress. She's spinning her wheels because she's taking actions from an, a disempowered place. She's not creating enough momentum because she's not consistent. She's not consistent because she's focusing on the gap and the, the results. And the results are not coming in. So let's shift that. Let's shift that. Let's focus on how much we've grown. 
at any point in time. Let's really challenge ourselves to celebrate the small wins and let's create a feeling inside of ourselves that's different. See, when you start focusing on these things, you'll start feeling more inspired because you're focusing on the positive, not the negative. You're focusing on what you are, not what you aren't. And then that becomes the catalyst for you to continue to make more progress and more growth. So Christina, it really just comes down to those things. So have a goal, but when you're doing what I'm teaching you, you no longer need the goal because you're making yourself feel better by changing what you're focusing on and the story that you tell yourself. You want the goal, but you don't need the goal. Very, very important distinction. It's not until we let go of our attachment to the results. And when I say attachment, I mean you're literally defining your self-worth by the goal. When you let go of that, you finally begin to let in the thing that you've always wanted that's been avoiding you. So that would be my advice to you, Christina, is just make that a daily practice in your business and in your life. So, all right. Well, those were the questions. Thank you so much to everybody that submitted them. And look, I love to do more of these episodes. I I enjoy doing them and we always get great feedback. So here's what I'll ask of you is if you have a question, there's a couple of ways you can submit it to me. Just screenshot on uh, Instagram, the show, and send me a a DM or a message and say, hey, I'd love if you talked about this on on the podcast. Or What I even prefer is leave the question as a review on uh, iTunes if you're listening or wherever you're listening. Just let me know what would you like for me to talk about, what topics, and I'll choose some more and we'll do some more Ask Bob episodes if you'd like. So with that being said, thanks for being here. Hope you got some value out of the show today and I'll talk to you real soon. Take care. 